There's a quote from uh, one of my English teachers named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that's something I always live by. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have, even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as we go. I had a summer where I played basketball when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And here I come playing, and I don't score one point the entire summer. Not one. How did you not score? Because I was terrible. Not a free throw, not a nothing. Not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup. Zero points. And I remember crying about it and being upset about it. And my father just gave me a hug and said, listen, whether you score zero or score 60, I'm going to love you no matter what. Wow. Now that is the most important thing that you can say to a child. Because from wow. there, I was like, okay, it gives me all the confidence in the world to fail. I have the security there. But to hell with that, I'm scoring 60. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right, right. Right. And from there, I just went to work. And I just wow. I stayed with him. I kept practicing, kept practicing, kept practicing. I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important. Because I wasn't going to catch these kids in a week. I wasn't going to catch them in a year. Right. So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is going to take some thought. I think the best way to prove your, your value is to work, is to learn, is to absorb, uh, to be a sponge, right? But you always want to outwork your potential. You know, as hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. I mean, you, you got to figure it out. If you really have an obsession to figure it out, you will figure it out, right? And every puzzle is constructed differently. Right? AI's situation when he came into the league was different than mine. Mike's situation in Chicago was different than mine. Right. Everybody has a different puzzle, man. You just got to figure out your own puzzle. You know, basketball for me was the most important thing. So everything I saw, whether it was TV shows, whether it was books I read, people I talked to, everything was done to try to learn how to become a better basketball player. Everything, everything. And so when you have that point of view, then literally the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. You're out running on a track, working out, and you start talking to yourself saying, man, my, my knee is really sore right now. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing too much. Maybe I need to back off, you know? <laughs> man, my lungs are burning. Am I, maybe I can just slow down here. I'll do like an extra two sets tomorrow. You know, it'll be okay. Yeah. Right? That sort of stuff. Yes. Like that stuff's dangerous. Yes. And that's when you just got to say, you know what? I'm not negotiating with myself. Yeah. The deal was already made deal was made when I set out at the beginning of the summer and said this is the training plan I'm doing I signed that contract with myself I'm doing it mm. you know throughout the that process you'll start talking to yourself like man I gotta I think I need to maybe if we nope you gotta set the example this this is another obstacle this obstacle cannot define me it's not going to cripple me it's not going to be responsible for me stepping away for the game that I love I'm going to step away on my own terms and that's when the decision was made that, you know what, I'm doing it. And you have those conversations with yourself. Are you able to negotiate your way out of, you know, that little you know, voice telling you it's not that important? Or does that little voice get the best of you? I think that's what separates people who are going to do great things versus people who don't or people that do great things, but in an inconsistent way. You know, the idea is a very simple one. And, you know, the Mamba mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself. That's what the mentality means. It means every day, you know, you're trying to become better.
And it's a constant quest. It's an infinite quest. To me, the mentality is a really simple one in, in the sense that the confidence comes from preparation. You know, so when the game's on the line, I'm not asking myself to do something that I haven't done thousands of times before. So when I prepare, I know what I'm capable of doing. I know what I'm comfortable doing and I know what I'm not comfortable doing. It's just piece by piece and it's the consistency of the work, which mm. Monday, get better. Tuesday, get better. Wednesday, get better. And you do that over a period of time, you know, not like one month or two months. I mean, it's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And then, you, you know, you can get to where you want to go. It's really just a journey of evolution every day. It's just constant improvement, constant curiosity, constantly getting better. The results don't really matter. Uh, it's the figuring out that matters. Every person has the ability to put one foot in front of the other. So you look at every challenge at every step and uh, that's how you're able to be resilient and come back from these things. You have to sit and ask yourself what, what is truly going to get you up in the morning, what's going to keep you up at night. And um, you know, when you find what that answer is, you stay true to that. If you got to get up every single morning and remind yourself how hard you need to work, you probably need to choose a different profession, you know, because that shouldn't be there. I wake up in the morning excited to get to it. You know, if I'm not training, I'm missing it. I'm not watching a game of basketball. I miss it. I'm, you know, there's no place I'd rather be. And if you have that feeling, then you're truly doing what God has put you on this earth to do. Make sure that your dreams always stay pure. And so it's not a matter of pushing beyond your limitations or expectations. It's really a matter of protecting your dreams, protecting your imagination. That's really the key. And when you do that, then the world just seems limitless. Obsessiveness just comes from something that you love. Like you really love it. You'll go through fire for it. You know, you'll go through the ups and downs with it and you'll just keep at it because you love it so much, you know. And, but what stays is how do you use your passion and use that to inspire somebody else to create their passion? And then how can they pass that on to the next person? That is true success. The greatest fear that we face is ourselves, actually. You know, I think it's um, it's not anything that's external or anything that's superficial. I think the greatest fear you face is yourself because you know, we all have dreams and it's very scary sometimes to accept the dream that you have. And it's scarier still to say, okay, I want that. It's scary because you're afraid that if you put your heart and soul into it and you fail, then how are you going to feel about yourself? Right? So being fearless means putting yourself out there and going for it. No matter what, go for it. Not for anybody else, um, but for yourself. What I try to do is just try to be still mm. and understand that things come and go. Emotions come and go. The important thing is to accept them all, to embrace them all. And then you can choose to do with them what you want versus being controlled by emotion. Before you start a game, how can you lock in and get into that mental space where nothing else matters. You're completely locked in and focused on what you're trying to accomplish as an athlete out here. The noise of the crowd doesn't matter. Whether the cheering or booing doesn't matter. You're just completely locked in. You have to dance beautifully in the box that you are comfortable dancing in. So like everybody's box is different. My box was to be extremely ambitious within the sport of basketball. Your box, it's different than mine. Right? Every kid here has their own box, but it doesn't mean that your box isn't as beautiful as mine. What are you comfortable being? What, it is that, what, what is it that you want to do with your life? And once you have that, then you try to live it to the best of your ability. I made a promise to myself from that day 
that I was going to work that hard every single day so that when I do retire, I have no regrets. And that was the most important thing for me is to leave no stone unturned, get better every single day. And if I live that way, then over time, you know, I'd have something that was beautiful. When I retire, I didn't want to have to say, I wish I would have done more. I don't want that. It's just a matter of what's important to you. And what's important to you, for, for whatever reason, you know, I, I felt like um, I didn't feel good about myself if I wasn't doing everything I could to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. If I felt like I left anything on the table, um, it would eat away at me. I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror. Right? So the reason why I can retire now and be completely comfortable about it because I know that I've done everything I could to be the best basketball player I could be. Mm -hmm. Getting to know people on a personal level, what are their fears, what are their insecurities, right? what are their dreams and ambitions, desires, those sorts of things. When you come to understand that about a person, then you can help them reach the best version of themselves. We work through this stuff together and like, you know, as a leader, you got to be able to take the good with the bad, man. You can't just because the ship's sinking, all of a sudden I'm going to jump off and swim to another ship like that. You don't do that, right? You can win championships in front of everybody, then you can miss the playoffs in front of everybody. You got to be able to take both sides of it.